Hello. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you? Not too bad. Uh, so uh, we were just a little introduction that we were talking about, Josh, and uh, thanks for coming on our show tonight. Thanks for having me. Pleasure to be here or there or wherever wherever well, I am in the ether here. We're on. We're in Eatontown, New Jersey. I'm sure you remember Eatontown, ah. New Jersey, right? My old stomping grounds, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> many, many a movie scene at the Eatontown Mall. Oh yeah. yeah, it's right down the road here. So we're in the studio, right, right, uh, right on thirty-five, right, Ming? Yes, for Ed? sure. Hello, this is uh, Ming Chen from uh, AMC's Comic Book Men. Um, yeah, born in Red Bank, Josh Hield. So yeah. you know, I, yeah, alum. You know, I just we love everybody from New Jersey. We <laughs> love, you know, we love anybody from New Jersey who just who did good, yeah, who made it good. <laughs> And, uh, you know, from this but, area, uh, you know, you think of Josh Hill, you think of Kevin Smith. So, yeah, there you go, man. That's, uh, you know, you know, it's, uh, Kevin was a, he was a major source of inspiration for, you know, feeling like someone from Red Bank, from Middletown, you know, from the shore can come to California and, uh, you know, attempt to make, uh, make a career out of this. It was, uh, kind of an amazing, an amazing thing to watch it happen for Kevin. And uh, well, with you now, uh, what got you into it? Was it from Kevin back in the day, or some some filmmakers, or what got you into your your writing? I mean, you know, I, I certainly saw Clerks. You know, the moment it came out, and uh, there was something about that that was you know immediately accessible, and you know, he changed the game. Um, but I can't say that I was uh, you know immediately um, struck with the idea that I'm going to go do that. Yeah. Um, I was definitely, uh, you know, a little bit of a couch potato growing up. Mm -hmm. And uh, I always, I just consumed a ton of television and movies. So I think I was uh, inadvertently preparing myself for a career uh, in this or just in laziness. Um, But it was really, um, you know, in college, I started writing more. Um, I I was the editor of a, uh, of a magazine. And, uh, and I, and I, when I graduated, I was, Definitely, I had one foot in, in the business world and one foot in the idea of the creative world. And it, and it kind of, you know, there was one summer where, you know, I had an internship offer from like the Conan O'Brien show and an internship offer from a bank. <laughs> and, oh, wow. I, and I ended up taking <laughs> uh, the bank because uh, oh. the bank paid. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and it was really the, um, the dot com collapse, uh, the first dot com collapse in 2001, mm-hmm. uh, which is about eight months or so after I graduated college, um, I was working up in San Francisco as a management consultant and I got laid off and I was like, all right, well, that's, that's a pretty good sign that I should make a go of this other, this other thing that I want to do. And I had already been kind of writing screenplays and and TV scripts on my work computer. So the day I got laid off became all about how do I get this stuff off this computer because it was before cloud and you know i had to figure out you know i immediately my first stop was the it guy i was like <laughs> i have stuff on this that doesn't belong to the firm that i need and uh Floppy and i moved to la and uh and gave it a try wow yeah so um i guess you know we're, we're the same you know we're jersey boys it's probably the same type of you know growing up the same age era so when um i get a movie I, I go to the movies and i see hot tub time machine and you see all those references and everything it's almost like watching <laughs> family guy and being that guy's age too and seeing all the references and everything and loving it so seeing that for the first time you know you can't stop laughing right man yeah yeah absolutely absolutely so thanks yeah, yeah i mean look we were you know we were doing the references uh way before ready player one 
Um, yeah. But, you know, it's, it's just, you know, I, I, it was a celebration of the 80s. And uh, it, it was a celebration of an idealized version of the 80s that only took place at a ski resort in 80s movies. <laughs> and yes. that that version of the 80s always seemed great to me. It was, like, like it was, it was better it, off it, dead it, in your like, head? Better off dead? Yeah, better off dead, <laughs> hot dog, ski uh, yes. school, ski patrol. Like, there, there, were, there were always, you know, there were very clear lines of delineation <laughs> as to, like, <laughs> who was who and what was cool. And, um, and it, it, there was always some sort of romp like it was just uh it was just a very a very specific type of uh 1980s subgenre yeah. and um and yeah i mean i i i long pined for the idea of uh somehow being able to put some characters into that <laughs> and then uh and then you made uh the sequel after that as well yeah sequel you know it's like the it's funny like we made the first one and uh mgm was in the process of kind of going out of business <laughs> and and this was like one more for the road um you know was was the first movie and you know it caught fire a little bit as you know in terms of like uh, as a cult movie it did you know pretty well in the theater um but it really did well uh you know on the secondary market you know yeah. dvd and on demand and all that absolutely uh, and then new owners come in and, and take over MGM. And, you know, as is very typical, that they're not interested in really touching, you know, anything that a prior regime had done. Uh-huh. So the idea of a sequel wasn't really immediately on the table. Yeah. But then I think they started collecting some, some checks probably for it. <laughs> and, you know, they said, wait a minute, like this thing is actually kind of eking something out here. Um, maybe we can go uh, and do this. And, uh, and yeah, and Steve and the guys and I, like, you know, we were all just game to do it. Um, you know, it was a, it was a much smaller budget, mm-hmm. um, but a much more ambitious movie at the same time. Yeah. Um, story wise also, you know, we, we, you know, did it without John Cusack. So yeah. it put more pressure on, um, you know, on Rob Corddry's character, um, and became a little bit more of a darker comedy with a, with a different texture to it. But, um, but that one was a blast to make. I mean, yeah. we went down to New Orleans and, wow. uh, and just, shot the hell out of it and somehow set a movie in the future for you know half the budget of our first movie could, could it possibly bring in a third <laughs> <laughs> so, so so after so the second movie uh does not do what yeah, the first one yeah. did the theater um but but likewise has has eked out a little life for itself in the, in the secondary yeah. market um so as as timing would have it, um, I keep reading uh, about how MGM might be going out of business again. <laughs> and as we all know, whenever MGM changes ownership, uh, they're contractually obligated to make a hot time machine movie. So, um, so who <laughs> you never know, right? You never know. <laughs> but, but there's nothing, uh, nothing in the works right now. You know, we, we have an, I had an idea for it yeah. um, at the, at the time um, <laughs> in terms of how to really resolve this, uh, this, would be trilogy um but um you know we'll we'll see if we ever get that opportunity um there's also the version you know we joke around about doing uh you know in 30 years with those those same guys <laughs> yeah I, that's right they, yeah. there's a lot of these reboot things so you never know like leave many years down the line yeah take my money i'm yeah, you're waiting, you're waiting. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the reboot and everything else, and uh, things old, whatever's old is new again. You know, yeah. that's what it seems yeah. to be these days, right? And even even with Kevin almost doing Clerks three, yeah, almost. Clerks three, and now, oh, he's, now um, he's he's doing a Jane Bob reboot, reboot movie about reboots. So I mean, that's uh, 
Uh, yeah, that's well in the works right now. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just you just never nothing never gets know. old. Nothing gets old. No. Nothing gets old. Everything comes. No, back. yeah, it's great. No, I always tell writers, you know, like nothing, you know, nothing ever dies in terms of you know a dead project or a you know a script that no one likes. Like you know, bring it out again in a couple of years and have another look at it. But same thing, you know, now with like stuff, it's like oh yeah, that thing that was super successful and and ran for you know a whole bunch of seasons and and we all we did it and then we ended it and it's great. Yeah. Let's do it again. Let's do it <laughs> you know, again. It's, all, it it's all just happening, you know, left and right. Um, I think everyone's just, uh, you know, nostalgia is not going out of business. Yeah. You know, there's for years people, you know, probably say, oh, wouldn't it be great if we could, you know, just go remake the honeymooners? Yeah, it'd be yeah. great. If we can go remake, you know, that. And there was not, there was not the kind of real estate, uh, that there is now in terms of all these streaming platforms, you know, all these cable networks, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, with, space to, to put everything and with an audience that's certainly shown, you know, through titles like Fuller House that they're there and they're turning up for these things. Um, I think, you know, that's it's kind of, uh, that's going to be business as usual for a while here. It's like yeah. if you come into the studio, it's nostalgia all over the place here. Oh, yeah. And uh, I'm, st- <laughs> yeah. I look across uh, um, the room here and Ming's got the Karate Kid poster signed oh, by the cast. Oh, we have multiple Karate Kid <laughs> artifacts here. Uh, so I do have a, a theoretical poster signed by Martin Cove, Ralph Macho, and William Zabko. Uh, across the way, there, there is a All-Valley Karate Championships uh, under 18, <laughs> also signed by that trio. So... And, uh, you know, December 19th, enter now is, uh, you know, a date firmly imprinted <laughs> in my name. And, and, uh, you know, 1984 was such a great year for movies. And, uh, you know, Karate Kid definitely stands out as one of them. So, uh, so you, I, you like Karate Kid a little bit is what you're Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. You know, you could say that. That was our little Yeah, no, look, I mean, like, 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 yeah, I was, I remember I saw Karate Kid in the theater when it came out. Uh, it was, we got our first VCR somewhere around the time that Karate Kid was released yeah. on VHS. It was, <sighs> It yes. was the first tape, uh, you know, I asked my parents to, to own, you know, we, they like, they like connected two DV, two, two VCRs and we, you know, you, you taped it, you, you know. the illegal, the illegal record. Well, yeah, we, made an, <laughs> we made an illegal recording of Karate Kid, which I still have. Yeah. And I've, I've purchased, you know, many other copies over the years. So they've, they've certainly got my money. Um, yeah, it was, it was Karate Kid and Back to the Future, you know, from 84, 85. I mean, that, those were movies that I just went back to again and again and again. And again. The first movie I ever rented on VHS was Back to the Future. Yeah, so for sure. Yeah. Nice. Me too. But, uh, <laughs> you know, along the lines of, uh, you know, nothing ever gets old, uh, you know, all the old stuff comes back in. 34 years later, yeah. we get Cobra yep, Kai. Yep. And, uh, you know, I think it'd be an understatement for, for me to say that I'm very, very excited about this. And I, I, I know yeah, a lot of people too. are too. Absolutely. So how did you know, that come been, about? Uh, you know, we, I know that you know John Hurwitz and Hayden Schlossberg and myself. Um, you know, we were very excited about this idea. We've been very excited about this idea for years. You know, we've been kicking around this idea casually since the early 2000s. You know, wouldn't it be great to kind of you know go do another Karate Kid movie and we come at it from the perspective uh, of Johnny and the oh, Cobra Kai? It's amazing. And um, you know, it just it it was a very unlikely thing to happen just you know the more we learned about the movie business you know and how hard it is just to launch a movie and get it off the ground and you know needing star power you know with a studio film that you'd have to have you know with with the rights and everything else yeah and then um you know and then the uh, the reboot came along and it mm. really felt like okay well that that ship has certainly sailed you know with any idea of yeah of being able to kind of continue the johnny and the daniel 
story. But then, uh, but then look, I mean, you know, all these, all these streaming platforms come along and you see these long form, you know, you know, storytelling of, you know, comic book adaptations and, you know, reboots of TV series and, uh, and, you know, and the like. And suddenly this seems like maybe the perfect way to tell this story. And, uh, you know, we, <laughs> we raised our voices enough to say who has the rights and, yeah. um, yeah, it turned out that uh, that Will Smith's company, uh, at, along with uh, Jerry Weintraub's estate, kind of shared control of the rights. Oh, and be- before we got too deep, you know, with saying, okay, well, we have, you know, we've worked on this for three years. You know, we went in and had a meeting and said, look, you know, this is kind of the type of show we're thinking about, and here are the themes we're thinking of, and here's the general story. And uh, and Will's company was, you know, very very much a champion of it, and uh, and uh, that was that was you know, kind of the, the blessing to, to go forward and, uh, and, you know, go get Sony interested and, and go get Ralph and Billy interested and wow. go sell it to a network. So there were, you know, a lot of other steps, but once someone said like, you can kind of have karate kid, <laughs> you know, it was, that was okay. Like yeah. we know if they're going to trust us with it, we know what we're going to do is going to be the right thing because, you know, we, we, it was never our, you know, we, we, we would, we would never approach this the way that we would approach, you know, uh, like John Hayden did the Harold and Kumar movies, you know, mm-hmm. I thought yeah. not the time movies, you know, and, and that was, you know, the, the first words out of our mouth was, you know, we're not going to do that. Like yeah. this is karate kid. We hold it like, it's like a Fabergé egg, you know, we don't yeah. want to break it. Um, so, you know, we, we know that we're the type of karate kid fan that, would be really, really upset if someone yeah. did the wrong sort of Karate Kid story. Well, that's why um, it's great so that you're doing it and that you guys yeah. have that because you have that feel of the original, you know, in the characters. Yeah, I mean, and we're everything. too. Yeah, we're too. You know, we're too attached to it. You know, it's a movie that the three of us never left. So it 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 wasn't the type of thing where someone said like, "Hey, we're thinking of making a Karate Kid, you know, show," and we're meeting with you know writers all over town, and yeah. and we're kind of like, "Oh yeah, that one, yeah, we remember that movie." Like <laughs> this was like, no, like this is our favorite thing in the world, you know. We have a story to tell here, you know. Can we do it? And then it just became about you know how can we logistically do it, you know, because. Yeah, that that movie, you know, John Appleton, like, you know, shot it with such scope and such scale. I mean, it's it's sweeping and Bill Conti's score and, Mm. you know, and, and, you know, and and the restrictions of, you know, not having Pat Morita. And, you know, you start looking at like all the ways that this can this can blow up in your face. And, you know, you just put your head down and say, no, 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 we 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 know what we're doing here. Like, remember, you know, remember (laughs) we we can do this. and yeah, it was it was a dream. It was a dream to make uh, to make the show, and can't wait for people to see it. And, and when the trailers came out, I know a lot of people are just wowed with the trailers. They just thought it was amazing. So the way you guys cut those trailers together and put those together, I it, it was it kind of it was mind blowing. Actually, I, I loved it. So many people. It was <laughs> such no, a I good mean, that, trailer. That was another thing where you know we you know we we were very protective of the first imagery that were that was going to come out um, from this show. You know we. We wanted to make sure we knew that when the show was announced, there were probably more people than there, you know, that were kind of like, oh, those guys, <laughs> the R-rated, the R-rated comedy movie guys are going to do, you know, Karate Kid, like they're going to they're going to go mess it all up. And we knew that the first imagery that came out of this had to impressively show, you know, a little bit of, you know, even though it was a teaser, yeah. we had to really get it across, like tonally, some of the some of what we're dealing with here. 
um, and that there was a respect and a heaviness um, to it while still being light, you know, in plenty yeah. of plenty of spots as well. And to focus um, on Johnny so that, too, you know, that was, that was like, very important on Johnny's character too. That was that, I thought that's amazing. Ever see? I I don't know how long ago it was, but there was those the YouTubes where people cut like little segments and make make uh, Johnny look like the good guy and and uh, oh, I mean, Ralph the, the bad guy, and then and then everyone's like, oh, that's great! That that that'd be amazing. And now you, you yeah, yeah, there's this. a great. Uh, there's a great, I mean, there's the one where like Johnny is the true hero and Daniel's yeah. the bully. That's yeah. a, that's the famous one. But there's there's another one that like someone recut the ending of the movie oh. to make it look like like Johnny wins. Like I, I mean, you know, that, we, we saw, I, I, and that's the thing with Karate Kid also is that for for so many years, you know, the Cobra Kai have kind of taken on like a kitschy life of their own, you know, because it's they're so perfect for you know, for phraseology or for t-shirts or for, you know, for any kind of like, you know, swag because of that snake and because of, you know, how, how you know, unbelievably like dark they could be. Um, and, you know, it was, and whenever Karate Kid has been kind of dealt with through the years, it's been a little bit with a wink and a nod. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was important to us to remember that, yeah, okay, we're doing a show and it's, you know, it's coming in from that Cobra, Cobra Kai angle but we also are still doing the karate kid and we have to make sure that you know we were you know paying appropriately appropriate balance to both sides of that oh uh, yeah it's, it's just kind of I, i'm excited it looks great and uh i, I love that you use the word balance i mean balance, that's pretty yeah. much the main theme of of all the movies really yeah. but the first movie especially balance. where uh yeah balance. oh yeah yeah, no, we were, you know, we're very, if you look on our, I think on IMDb, it has our episode titles there. Um, oh. every, every single episode title was very carefully, um, chosen and, uh, and penned, you know, and they, and they all have, uh, a little something, uh, you know, whether Easter eggy or about either Cobra Kai or Karate Kid in general. And they're, and they're all on theme for, uh, you know, for the episode. But yeah, I mean, balance obviously was uh that was that was the movie you know it was finding yeah. balance i'll are never they... have balance you know not with them not with Allie. <laughs> are uh are there going to be any cameos from people like in the past maybe possibly i don't know if you can reveal no, i don't I think you can reveal any but you know they're, 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 you know well like, yeah i don't want to spoil too much yeah. i mean th- th- i can say that uh i can say that there there are a lot of characters from the movie that loom large um, in this show. Um, and some of those, you know, characters, uh, you know, are with archival footage um, and some not. And, um, you know, you'll have to kind of stay tuned to see uh, how we, how we address and, uh, you know, and bring, and bring some of these characters back to life. I always thought um, back a few years back, uh, Ralph Macchio did the, the wax on, Fuck off! Yes, yeah. the video where yeah he was. A After nice seeing guy. that, I'm like, I was thinking they got to bring this back somehow, yeah. and here it is, <laughs> yeah, for sure. And um <laughs> and uh Billy Zabka did a music directed music video where they brought back a lot of the alumni from the um the Karate Kid movie, and uh kind of yeah. did it a little bit too. And um yeah, it's kind of a combination of those two themes. Uh yeah, I'm just glad to see all this back. <laughs> I just, I, I, I mean, I don't know why it endures. I guess we, we all see each other in, yeah. in these characters. Um, you know, I, I wasn't bullied as bad as Daniel was, but you know, I think everybody, you know, gets picked on a little bit in school. And uh, I remember seeing the movie in '84. Was like, how is he going to get out of this? Yeah. And you know what? Listen to the little Asian guy because he'll always <laughs> lead you to the path of light. Um, but it's just you know, seeing that first Cobra Kai brought back such a flood of emotions. Oh, right. 
And uh, I was like, you know, it just it, that that movie never left any of us. No, ever. Wow. And in the new yeah, generation, I, mean, I don't know. Too. I mean, like we're you know we're all Jersey guys, so yeah. I think we have a you know a tighter affinity for it. Also, John and Hayden also from Jersey. They're from Randolph, New Jersey. So you know, you have three three Jersey guys in wow. charge of this thing. Um, but awesome. you know, it's 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 just got that. I think we all are you know being around the same age. Like we all saw it at a time you know that we were. You know, if we were kids now, yeah. like the movies we would see are like these, you know, the Pixar movies. Yeah. But then, you know, we were seeing things like Back to the Future and Karate Kid that that were like dramatic, you know, that had dramatic, heavy moments, like with like, you know, live action, you know, real people. And, yeah, there's something visceral about like what Daniel was going through. It was, you know, it was it was father, son and, and you know, and and. Uh, and bullying and, yeah. and, and, you know, and just the, the, the high school experience and falling in love, you know, I had a little bit of everything. I had badass karate. It had, yeah. you know, guys throwing other guys off of cliffs. <laughs> you know, it, it was, and an yeah. old man kicking <laughs> everyone's butt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, yeah. So, um, and uh, the new generation too, I, I, I'm teaching uh, at North right now, actually. I am. Uh, yeah. Middletown North. Middletown Crazy. North. Crazy. Uh, wow. And uh, TV, arch rivals, yeah, yeah, TV, yeah. I was, I went to South as well, so you know, um, so uh, Middletown North uh, TV film class. So uh, the kids actually, they they saw the trailers and they were talking about it. They're excited for it, and I said, "That's great that that next generation they still, they you know, they they went back, they watched the Karate Kid, the original one, not that new reboot one, (laughs) and but they 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 saw the." the promos and everything, and they're all excited as well. So, I mean, it reaches every generation. So it's going to be, yeah, I think it's going to be a very accessible show. I mean, you know, we wrote it, you know, if you're, if you're a super fan of karate kid, you're going to appreciate, you know, certain things on the show with, with a different layer, you know, and on a different level, you know, there's going to be a lot of like, Oh my God, (laughs) like there's going to be moments of that. And if you've never seen a frame of karate kid, the show is going to work fine. You're not going to be lost because it's a very, easy story to tell in a breath that yeah these two guys there was a rivalry in high school and that's and and you know now one's here in life and one's here in life and go and then you know we one of the things that was very exciting that we knew you know we could tell with this story is kind of that next generation and uh and connect them to the johnny's world and daniel's world and you know and how to how do those points of intersection um happen and how do we you know kind of revisit those themes of the 1984 movie that are have never been more relevant. I mean, bullying, you know, no, unfortunately, no, yeah. has never gone away and has only gotten worse. Yes, um, and it's changed. You know, it's it, you know, it's not just physical anymore. No. Uh, so you know, it was. I think you know, a younger audience is going to. Um, there's a lot here for a younger audience to really kind of grasp onto. And, uh, and all the and new enjoy. kids too, right? All the, their their yeah. children now, their children and their their kids and who they're training. So they'll, they'll probably, yeah. Well, I mean, Ralph and, yeah, I mean, Ralph and Ralph and Billy also tell us, you know, they, they, they have a lot of fan interaction and, uh, you know, and they tell us that, you know, over the years it was, it was the people who grew up with the movie. And then as it's gone on, it's been them bringing their kids up and, you know, and saying, here's my six year old. And I just showed it to them for the first time and, you know, tears in their eyes. And, uh, you know, it's become that, it's, you know, that type of classic movie that, yeah. you know, parents are now showing the next generation and saying, you know, this is, you know, this is my Casablanca, essentially. So also now, um, I think it's kind of be playing in theaters really soon. The opening, right? Yeah, next week, uh, next Wednesday. Uh, it's really, really exciting thing they're doing. Uh, if you go to fathomevents.com and you, uh, you type your zip code, uh, more likely than not, you'll find a theater 
somewhere near you mm-hmm. um, that is playing it for one night only. I think 700 or, or 800 screens around the country. Wow. They're going to show the first two episodes of Cobra Kai uh, a week before it uh, launches. Oh, yeah. And the original Karate Kid on the big screen, which, you know, is worth the price of admission uh, alone. Um, so that's going to be a really, really special thing for, you know, people to go back and see that movie and then, and then, you know, see, see the show and, and the first two episodes where it begins. And then a week later when the show launches, uh, we're giving away the first two episodes to everybody. Oh, oh wow. Um, so you go to YouTube and type Cobra Kai and really? YouTube will probably wow. do the rest. Um, and then, then, you know, watch two. And if you like it, stay for a few more. You and know? then, uh, it's so it's on YouTube Red. And how do you, how do you get YouTube Red? Same thing as, uh... <laughs> that's the question, isn't it? That is the <laughs> question on everybody's mind. Yes. Uh, so, so I'll tell you the multiple ways you can get YouTube Red. And it, and it turned out to be a lot easier than, uh, than I expected because I, I also was not a YouTube Red customer, uh, when my journey with YouTube Red began. Oh. Um, I, I, you just go to YouTube, really. Yeah. Um, uh, that, that's, that's the big secret sauce. You know, if you have a smart TV and you have a YouTube app oh, yeah. on it, then you have YouTube Red. Like oh, wow. once you're once you're paying for YouTube Red, your native apps, your native YouTube page just becomes YouTube Red. Oh, okay. So if you go onto YouTube and subscribe to you know YouTube Red and you say, oh, I want to watch episode three of Cobra Kai, and it says, oh, this requires this, click here. Chances are you've already paid Google for something, whether it's yeah. cloud storage <laughs> or something. They probably already have your credit card info. It's it's a matter of just click here. There you go, and wow. then. From now on, you go to YouTube. It just says YouTube Red. Like all of the, the whole interface just changes. And the same thing with the uh, the app on your on your smart TV. So very very easy. Um, but you know, and you can sign it for free. I think they they have like a free month. So in wow. theory, you can you know watch watch the whole season and then cancel. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. no, no, don't do that. I yeah. think uh, you know we want you to get to, we want you to get to season two. So yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yes, yeah. There's now there's I mean the exciting thing about YouTube Red, honestly, is that they're you know YouTube is the biggest video platform in the world. Yeah. And, you know, they're, they're finally, you know, really leveraging that in a big way to say, you know, they can also be this huge entertainment uh, media company. Um, and they, you know, they can, there's, you know, it'd be for a while it was just Netflix. And then, mm-hmm. you know, we've all seen, you know, Hulu take a, take a big swing. And, uh, you know, we're excited that, that YouTube's big swing is, uh, is with Cobra Kai and with us. Yeah. Because, uh, are they you know, trying to develop more after this too? Like, are they going to grow, I guess, or are they trying oh, to? Oh, I'm sure they are. I have no Yeah, problem. they have a lot in the pipeline. I mean, you know, there's a lot of dramatic stuff. I know Doug Lyman has a show that's, uh, that's coming out there soon. Um, they've had a lot of, you know, like music stuff in terms of concerts. Mm-hmm. And I know stand up stuff, but they have a lot of scripted that's, uh, either coming out soon and uh and filming right now so uh there's there's going to be a, a big influx of, of stuff hitting that platform and there's a bunch of stuff on there right now yeah. that uh that's pretty cool as well so uh so it's not you know it's not an empty uh <laughs> it's not an empty room that cobra kai is sitting in there's there's <laughs> a, a bunch of stuff that can keep you busy uh, while you're there right now while uh while you're waiting for more Cobra Kai. Well, we have a, a film festival this weekend in Asbury Park. We got hundreds of filmmakers coming out here. So, and we have a big award show Brian O'Halloran hosts. So we'll definitely be mentioning it and telling everyone to tune in and watch it. Cause it's going to be soon. Um, also talking about film festivals, isn't it going to be playing in Tribeca? Yes, we're uh, prim- premiering at Tribeca next Tuesday. So the night before it goes, you know, on 800 screens everywhere for people to uh, to go and enjoy um, the the first time it's being seen anywhere um, outside of uh, an editing room uh, is next Tuesday night uh, at the Tribeca Film Festival. Nice. We're fortunate enough to be uh, selected to premiere there. So, um, awesome. yeah, we, I will be on on your coast for uh-huh. a few nights. 
All right. Yeah, you're flying in for Tri- well, Tribeca. It's Tribeca. <laughs> we have our little hang on to your shorts here, but Tribeca always kind of goes oh, there's around the same time. You know, look, I mean, like any 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 festival where you know where a filmmaker is uh, is fortunate enough to you know to show what they've done to a room full of people. Um, you know that you know I've I've shown things to people. You know, six people in yeah. a room just get, getting to show someone who hasn't seen a thing that you've slaved over. Um, <laughs> it doesn't matter if you're you know Sundance Tribeca or you know yeah. Bob's Basement. <laughs> um, that's you know that's 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 what it's about. Yeah, absolutely. So we started this little podcast here and we're bringing a lot of filmmakers on. So, um, you know, we were happy to, to have you on. I think it was perfect timing for everything coming out and for this coming out to have you on and talk about it. And especially being a Jersey boy from Middletown. You know, thank you very much. No, it's a yeah. pleasure being on. And I, I wish you guys uh, a lot of luck, uh, with the film festival. I know you, this is not the first year you've had it. You've had this, uh, this has been a multi-year yeah. uh, endeavor. I Five years now. This is the fifth year. We're in the house of independence, a new, new place in Asbury house of independent, uh, it's a concert venue. So it's a nice big venue. Uh, we went from like a Ex- 60, uh, seat theater to now a 350. So amazing, amazing. Well, that's uh, that's a bigger theater than uh, than we're premiering at in Tribeca, I believe. <laughs> so, uh, so bravo, <laughs> getting getting good real estate. Uh, that's uh, that's fantastic. I'm very, very, uh, very, very happy for you guys, and for all the filmmakers who get a chance to uh, to show what they've uh, worked hard to to produce. So, what's next for you? Do you have any other things that you're working on writing? Yeah, there's always something going on. You know, I have a uh, I have a movie that. Uh, a, a script that's kind of embroiled in the whole uh, Weinstein company business uh, that we'll see what happens with that script um, <laughs> when it gets out of there. Uh, yeah, I have yeah. another uh, screenplay I was working on before Cobra Kai that's kind of an action comedy uh, that could be, you know, kind of a, an exciting one, um, but has uh, a lot of international elements that need to uh, be worked out. Um, but yeah, we're kind of, you know, with the show about to launch, you know, we've, we we just started writing this show. We we uh, pitched this show not even a year ago, no and uh, and now you know the whole season's coming out. So it's yeah. been you know a, a real ongoing job for this whole time. Even <laughs> even now, you know, in terms of you know we just wrapped post production and then went into the the marketing and everything else with it. So we're finally just now taking a breath. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, we're also kind of crossing our fingers that, you know, the show is, uh, is well liked and well received and well watched. So, uh, we get to go make some more Cobra Kai. Absolutely. I, uh, I can't wait. And, uh, yeah, thank you for making Jersey proud, first yeah, and foremost. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, thank you. Thanks for, uh, thanks for having me. No, it's, it's a pleasure uh, to talk to Jersey. I miss Jersey. I, uh, my parents moved a little south of, uh, of, uh, Middletown. So I don't, uh, oh. I don't get the good uh, bagel oven bagels anymore. Oh, <laughs> you said the magic word. Yes, yes. But you know, in the end, we're all fueled by pork rolls. So yes, send send Bialis. Send Bialis. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I, I I still haven't left the area. Love it here. So you know, can't, can't get away. Uh, and I just start... I get my I get my fill every time. Every time, like you know, if I have a buddy who, who gets married, or you know, I have occasion to be to be in the area, I uh, bring a duffel bag and I fill it with bagels. <laughs> I try to make a trip to Pete Caldas and uh, get the big pizza. Oh my god! Get another T-shirt. How are bagels you know, and pizza <laughs> out there? How are bagels and pizza out there? Not as good. Part, <laughs> oh, they're awful. There's no good pizza or bagels in LA. None. <laughs> no. None. You can go to Canners and try. No. Nope. <laughs> yeah, the bagels. The bagels need in, improving. Um, yeah, yeah. I found a place. I found a place. Found that place. I take my kids to. That's that. It's you know. I, I 
I've been here long enough now where I've convinced myself that it's as good. And then I, you know, <laughs> go back and realize that, uh, I'm, I'm fooling myself, but, uh, but yeah, the, the you can't beat the, the East coast pizza. That's true. That's true. Well, uh, thanks a lot for, uh, coming on the show and, uh, yeah, thank you, know. you so much. We'll definitely be watching on, uh, on May 2nd. I mean, I, I thanks guys. I, I really hope you enjoy it. And, uh, <laughs> thanks for having me on and, and, uh, best of luck and, uh, and break a leg, break all sorts of legs with the, uh, the festival. All right. Thanks so much. And, uh, you could get it on, uh, we're going to be on SoundCloud coming up. So if anyone wants to re listen to the, on SoundCloud, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, if it's the podcast for, for episode? the podcast, yeah. this episode. But, um, so we'll be on SoundCloud. Go subscribe to YouTube right, right now and be ready for the launch on May 2nd. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Thank you so much, One month Josh. free. One month free. Get your free month. Get your free month. Yeah, get oh, your yeah, free, free month. month. <laughs> I'm going to get my free month. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Thank you. Have a great night. Awesome. Thank you. Have a great night. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. That was awesome. That was awesome. Holy crap, right? that, dude. That, thank you for lining feel, that up. Seriously. Yeah, right? I feel excited was, and, oh, yeah. and ready to watch this. So I just... Right after the fest, I'm watching Cobra Cow. Yeah.